Ladies and gentlemen, it is with a heavy heart that I have to tell you, tonight we will not be joined by Fake Keith or Gene Riddler. Apparently they have decided to run away together to form a home looking after the weird and unusual. I asked whether I could join them, but they said no. That's a bit too weird and unusual. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. And I am just Keith. Uh, uh, not perfumed, not coloured, no. just Keith. No, no, no insult. No. Oh, my announcement. No biting insults. Yeah. No, no, no giggling from the other chair. No, no. <laughs> I, I, it's almost this part of me has been cut off. Which part are we talking we about? We're not going to go there. <laughs> Bobbit. <laughs> this is a story of John Wayne Bobbit. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving rapidly upon. Yes, anyway, apart from strange homes for the weird and wonderful, it's the news with El Presidente. MGM, oh, yeah. swallowed by Amazons. <laughs> film studio Metro Goldwyn Mayer, owners of such film series as James Bond, The Pink Panther, Rocky and Legally Blonde, <laughs> has been bought up by the little-known dot-com company called Amazon. Mm-hmm. If you missed out on the purchase, then at least you saved yourself 8.45 billion US dollars. How <laughs> a mere change. Yep. Should we expect the price of Amazon Prime to go up to cover this? Yeah. Besides giving Amazon a large back catalogue, it remains unclear quite how this will affect the likes of the James Bond franchise, as that, as with most of their films from the past couple of decades, is actually a co-production. In Bond's case, Eon retains significant control, and Sony is likewise involved. Mm. Nevertheless, we are likely to see No Time to Die appear on Amazon fairly soon after it leaves cinemas, though perhaps still after DVDs and Blu-rays. Mm. We'll see what this all means over the next year, but that sum of money must be buying them more than just the MGM name. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's quite a... Well, it's back all the films. Yeah. The TV series as well. well yeah, and TV series. Stargate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Stargate. Yeah, yeah so they'll own the rights to all those. Yeah. yeah. So they will have quite a monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> Although, again, how much of those are actually fully owned by MGM and how much yeah because obviously yeah. they do distributions they do co-productions mm-hmm. looking at lots of their recent films they're actually co-pros with Sony or yeah. Paramount yeah. or many other companies uh, yeah it's very hard to understand what that means in this modern world well I know we have Amazon TV but yep. it gives them access to that production house now yes so the name will remain MGM, yeah. but it would be a subsidiary of mm, Amazon, Amazon Studios. Yeah, of Amazon yeah. Studios, yeah. yeah. Which is weird. Like, so, so Columbia was a subsidiary of Sony. Yes. I mean, that's the thing, especially James Bond. I mean, so obviously there's still people watching those online. 
and if uh, yeah, Amazon's got the you know, royalty rights to that. Yeah, if you're lucky, we might be able to watch the Bond films for free as part of Amazon mm. Prime. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but probably not. They'd probably charge for them mm. just to get their money back. Yeah. yeah. Well, certainly the latest ones, they will. All the Daniel Craigs, I would mm. say. Oh, yeah, but there again. 8.5 billion US dollars. I mean, how much did uh, Jeff Bezos have to uh, cough up to his ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> Well, how quickly is he going to make it back? You see, well, that's, that's very the, true, though. That's the enough. question. Mm-hmm. There's a few spacecrafts he could have bought with that. Mm-hmm. Aye. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> well, that's it. You know, perhaps the next uh, Bond film will be filmed up in space. Mm. Oh, well, that's what Tom Cruise is going to be doing, That's isn't what it? Cruise he wants well, to do. Well, apparently yeah. he wants to go on the ISS. Huh? Yeah. Yep. yeah. He's gearing up for at least one of his film productions to be done in high orbit. Mm. Zero-G porn film, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I remember that. That was one of the addendums a couple of years back, wasn't it? Is it an HBO production? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Jupiter's Legacy. Ooh. Netflix kills uh, again. Oh dear, Ooh. Fox disease. Yep. Meanwhile, Netflix, still blood soaked from killing the irregulars, has added even more blood on its hands, this time taking a rax- rusty axe to the live action superhero series. Jupiter's Legacy. Mm. Based on Mark Miller's comic book series of the same name, Jupiter Legacy was to be the first series in the Netflix Miller World, aping the MCU or Arrowverse. Mm. Next to those series, Super Crooks is still on schedule to see the light of day, though who knows how long that will last. Mm. Miller said of that series... I've always loved crime stories, from Scorsese to Tarantino, and supervillains are always the most fun part of any superhero story. To do something exclusively focused on the villains they fight just feels incredibly fresh as we explore what it's like to be a bad guy in a world crawling with good guys who just want to put you in jail. Mm. Miller is also known for creating the likes of Kick-Ass and Kingsman. Mm. I've never seen Kick-Ass. Have you never seen it? No. Seen Ki- I enjoyed Kingsman. I really did. I really liked uh, Kick-Ass, particularly the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's interesting. It wonders how much... How well Jupiter's Legacy did? Not very well, I think. Oh, not right. out that long. Critically, not mauled, but it's very middling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the uh, viewership was like. I don't have Netflix at the moment, yeah. so I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, it's, I've got to admit, I haven't. Mm. It's on there. I, it's just that the moment the superhero genre doesn't actually grab me mm-hmm. anymore. Could change when I see the next Marvel film, because yeah. I probably will mm. see the next Marvel film, but it will be at the cinema. Well, but... Loki is starting in a yeah. couple of days, yeah. so mm, before Disney this Plus, podcast yeah. goes out. Yeah. So yeah. that could probably yeah, tend me back to I, Disney+. Plus. I've got, I've got to admit, I would like to get, just from what I've seen from the trailers, from the premise of, of Loki, I would like to get my hands on it. Mm. Okay, I've not but, seen but, any trailers. But not as much as to actually splurge for Disney+. Plus. Okay. <laughs> it is more expensive now, isn't it? It's about... Yeah. Eight pounds or something? Yeah, there's, there's that very fine line. Yeah. You know, it's a, I know it's got the Marvel stuff. I know it's got the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But I've got Amazon and Netflix. Mm. Is it worth splurging yeah, something else eight pounds a month yeah. for for a couple of week or a couple of days when there is nothing on it that i want to watch yeah i mean it's like what you were saying earlier about apple plus tv it's all very nice having a shop uh, documentary about charles m shawls yeah but yeah. i mean is it worth all from your forking out or seven or eight pounds a month just yeah. to watch that yeah well you don't have to do it for the one month clearly well, for that yeah. one mm-hmm. whereas things like loki they deliberately plan it so yeah, <laughs> it's more so than one month you've got to pay <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, 
six, seven, whatever, eight episodes, whatever it's going to at least go over two months. I think that's something on this that I'd like to come back to in one of the articles we're doing later. But yeah, Mm. it's certainly with Netflix and Amazon, you can watch it, boomph, and then go off somewhere else. Yeah. It's when they release it an episode a week. Yeah, piecemeal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Damaris Heyman. Dead. Dead. Ah. The White Witch of Devil's End, Damaris Heyman, has died at the age of 91. Good innings. Very good or bad. The actress is known to Doc 2 fans for playing Olive Hawthorne in John Pertwee's The Damons. In the past few years, Heyman reprised the role in real-time pictures of The White Witch of Devil's End, a direct-to-DVD thing. (laughs) Her numerous other roles included The Bells of St. Trinians, Crossroads, Steptoe and Son, Zed Cars, of course, The Oneidon Lion, The Morecambe Wise Show... One Foot on the Grave, and best of all, the Basil Brush show. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Because yeah. she has yeah. been back in the Hooniverse. Circulation with, uh, past five, five, ten years? I think 2017, her yeah. latest thing came out. Yeah. Ish and that. Yeah. But so no she's still longer, playing that role. But no longer will she be looking in her to her reticule. No, Ooh. that's true. That's true. Mm, blimey. It's been a while since I've watched The Demon, so I'll yeah. have to you know. I think we did review it a lot while back. Oh, yeah, quite a while back. Yeah, one of Jean's favourites. One of Jean's favourites. Yeah. Shame she's not here to comment on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she would yeah. comment a lot about that. Yeah. Probably her favourite character in there, I would have yeah. thought. It's understandable. Mm. Yeah. That's a shame. I don't think... Did she have to do a big finish? I'm not sure she did. I don't know. don't think so. I think there were... There was a couple of, along the line of the, the Brigadier stories. Yes. I seem to remember. Candy jar, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, any addendums then? I, I, addendums. I have a whole parcel of addendums. Oh, wow, Ooh. okay. One which you, yes, you really? have just spoilt. You, you little knicket. <laughs> Pray tell. The, um, the, the Dwight Schwartz documentary on Apple Plus. I was going to be excited and I was going to have horns blowing and uh, fireworks going off and it'll be a great announcement and then you just dropped it in the last article. Dwight Schultz. Yes, not Dwight Schultz. <laughs> he, he, he's a face man, isn't he? Sorry. No, he's um, County Mad Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> not Dwight Schultz, Charles Schultz, sorry. His brother. His brother, yeah. Even His madder. older brother. His older, madder brother. Yep. Shut up, fool. <laughs> but yes, uh, Apple TV apparently doing a, a big documentary about the uh, origins mm. of His Charles. origins. Yeah, the, the origin. Recreating how he is conceived. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, have announced Who Are You, Charlie Brown, a Ooh. new documentary special exploring the origins of the popular US comic strip Peanuts and its creator, Charles M. Schultz. Mm. When is this due for airing, then? I've got no idea. Hang on. Yeah, because um, it's this year that marks the 20th anniversary uh, of his uh, passing. Uh, oh, okay. It's been executively proofed by Brian Crazier and Ron Howard, oh, and will debut, debut globally on the streaming service on the 25th of June. Okay. Mm. Only a few weeks away. Mm. Only a few Very weeks true. away as we record this. Mm. See, this is I'm, I'm missing fake Keith, because she would correct my language. Yeah. <laughs> correct my language with a stare. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Apple... Yeah. It used to be that you could only watch Apple stuff on Apple hardware, I think. Yeah. Mm. But I see now on my Google Chromecast thing, with Google TV or whatever it's called, that you can actually subscribe to Apple on it. Yeah. Ah. Interestingly, but I'm not going to. <laughs> they, they would have to because, yes, Apple is very popular and people, I, I don't understand why, but people buy Apple regardless of mm, what they put yeah. out. So, <laughs> yeah. but surely a streaming service, you could get to more people than just Apple people. You would think, yeah. yeah. 
particularly given they've got about 20-30% of the market on that, yeah. which is obviously a minority. You yeah. think they want to expand that. Mm. Yeah, there again, Apple products. I mean, it's like going over to the dark side. Too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Google are much better these days, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is no third option, unfortunately. That's it. Unfortunately, the days of black and white have gone. It's now varying shades of grey. It is, yeah. yeah. No more do no evil, unfortunately, on Google's front. Yeah. <laughs> Any more addendums? Another addendum. Another me, one. Okay. Me again. Me again. Get comfy. Again. <laughs> um, it's just a brief one at the moment. Um, About some of these briefs. Yeah. Uh, it's again, I don't know how long this will last because it's Netflix. Okay. So, cast after one season. Uh, uh, no, no. Shadow and Bone has been confirmed for a second season. Oh, right. Mm. Yes. I don't know what that is, Shadow and Bone. It, it's a sort of an alternate world, mid, not quite medieval, sort of, oh, how can we put it? Early 1900s alternate Earth type, okay. type mm, situation yeah. where uh, magic to, of a sort exists, exists and um, there is a, a split in the world which is very difficult to get through. Oh, I, I am watching it slowly. It's not necessarily grabbing me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I think I'm... How many episodes in? I think I'm the third, fourth episode in at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... Um, mm. So, 1900, so Victorian again? Sort of sort of mm-hmm. Victorian Edwardian. Okay, era. so even mm-hmm. after Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sorry, yeah, 1901. <laughs> yeah, Victorian Edwardian e- yes. era. So, sort of magic exists in this world, but they've got um, various pistols and whatever to, to fight against war as i said there seems to be a, a war in pseudo russia at the moment is mm. what i'm getting from it oh okay yeah but it's gone for a second series that's unusual with that's netflix a, these days. A, at the moment mm. yes that yes. definitely seems unusual for netflix i don't know why they keep cancelling things yeah i mean i haven't seen jupiter legacy so i can't yeah. comment on that but i enjoyed the regulars a lot I thought that was damn good. It seemed to get really good numbers. Yeah. And reasonable reviews. Yeah. Varied a bit, but uh, yeah, you thought at least... Well, it's... Deserved at least a second season. But. Yeah, well, as I've as I've I think I've mentioned and discussed before, it's most shows really need two seasons to sort themselves out. What's yeah. doing? I mean, for example, Next Gen didn't fix it until the third season. Oh, yeah, <laughs> didn't fully get stride till season three. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So not they, the first two are terrible. No, I quite like the first season. Well, yeah, but, uh, that's, that's a matter of debate. That <laughs> I mean, there were episodes in the first and second seasons I found rather um, cringing. Oh, there were a few. Yeah. I, I I got, I got to admit, when I was working at Wesco, I used mm. I worked my way through the Star Trek back catalogue mm. on my lunch hour, yeah. and some of the next-gen episodes, the early next-gen episodes, are, are difficult to sit through. Yes. Yeah. You just find yourself squirming in embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that one where Wesley gets put on trial for walking on the grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> because I grew up with classic Trek, I didn't have problems re-watching that when they had the all the new CGI graphics. Mm. I enjoyed that immensely. Mm. But with the next gen first season of that it was tedious <laughs> <laughs> well as i say the episode where you first where we first introduced the uh, ferengi oh yeah <laughs> the outpost yeah, yeah. Oh, i've removed erased that from my memory <laughs> It's hard to believe they thought they would be the big bad, the yeah. new Klingons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. But anyway, we're getting way off topic. <laughs> Segway into my final addendum. Oh, yeah. Oh. My final addendum. A segue? Yeah, yes, because it is Star Trek related. Oh, oh okay. We have a documentary coming out. Yeah. I'm not sure when, unfortunately. I haven't got that information. But it's 
Women in Motion, Star Trek legend Nichelle Nichols. Oh. It's her entire life that they're documenting, not just the Star Trek section, mm-hmm. yeah. which in comparison is just a very small section. But you hope, yeah. yeah but it's, significant, but... Yeah, it's yeah. significant, but it's only a small section because yeah. it, in, it includes her, her early career as a dancer and singer mm-hmm. and goes on to her career as a NASA ma- mouthpiece. Mm, that's right, yeah. It includes... Yeah, trying trying to get other minorities onto the space program. Right. Yes. Well, it wasn't until 1980s they got even a woman onto yeah. the spacecraft, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is going back earlier to the, the 1960s. Russians got there much much earlier. Yeah. yeah. When I find out when that's being released and whereabouts. I will tell you. Yeah, I remember seeing a Star Trek documentary, and it did feature uh, some film footage of Nichelle Nichols, you know, sort of up on stage singing. Yeah. That's like Shatner. He's obviously a great singer. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the albums to prove it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And on that. (laughs) I wonder when his next album's out. Do you want to wear that microphone stand? (laughs) And that, dear listeners, is the end of the news. (laughs) Dear listeners, we've been watching a DVD. It's to do with juggling. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay, I did wonder. And other things under the big top, which gives you an almighty hint as to what we're covering. It is, of course, the greatest show in the galaxy. What do you mean they couldn't see the clubs? Pull some music. Season 25, right. final story of that season, season I believe. Yes, yes. All our players, our main cast is well established now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. If you're like me and you find sort of sitting down to watch The Greatest Show in the Galaxy and Stephen King's It a bit of a trial, <laughs> 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 yes, then this is not the Doctor Who episode for you. You're not a fan of clowns, is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> no? If I'm looking running towards me, sort of honking his horn or squeezing his nose, He'd either try, end up sort of trying to staunch the flow of blood from a broken nose, <laughs> or he'd be lying on the ground screaming in agony after I kicked him in the nuts. So, so that's why they wear big fuzzy red noses. Does, very, yeah. 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 And Yep, exactly. So, so you're Cop alongside pieces. with Ace, uh, <laughs> are <Yes>. you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if she carries a baseball bat around with her. <laughs> yeah. I think she didn't have a backpack. No. No Nitro 9. Nothing, no. Because oh. she was looking at it for it to, it to begin with, right in the beginning. She does get it back, doesn't she? I'm sure she does. Uh, she has it in the final season because she has ladder, doesn't she? Yeah. At one point. Yeah. It, it pops up again. She just couldn't find it at the moment. At that particular time. It's too convenient. Yes, they find themselves on, well, what can best be described as a sort of hippie world. Hippie quarry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you did have the um, the hint of something else out there because you had Peggy Mount's yes. character, yeah, the, yeah. the strange food seller. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. This yeah. world. You seem to have her on it, and nobody else. Mm. Yeah. She was a saleswoman who was selling to nobody apart from mm. people who were going yeah. to the circus, mm-hmm. who she detested. She hated the weirdos <laughs> yeah. who were going to the circus. The circus yeah. oh, and there were only customers, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Oh, and the biker as well. Yeah, yeah. Nor the vandal. Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, Adrian Mole, of course. Yeah. Oh, good grief, yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the same actor, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Jan Samarco, I yeah. think that's his name, oh, yeah. is it? Whatever happened to him? Yeah, what did ever happen to him? Yeah, yeah but there again, he got killed in it, which, you know, I thoroughly endorsed. <laughs> I mean, because I always thought Adrian Mole was a bit of a drip anyway, so... Yeah. So the basic premise is that there's the Psychic Circus. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why it's called that, and it's not explained as far as I can tell. A set-up shop on this world, and they are luring people there, including the Doctor. Yep. 
via a little robot that gets into the TARDIS somehow. Again, well, not explained. Robots, yeah. They're forcing the people who have come to watch the show to perform mm, yes. for this family of mm. a mother, father, and a, a little daughter. Mm, yeah. That's right. That's all they're called in the credits. Mother, father, and daughter. Is it? Yeah. 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 turn out to be gods of Ragnarok. One yes. wonders, as they had Sylvester, was that name Deliberate. chose deliberately? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ragnarok. He thoroughly enjoyed rolling his R's. Because it, it is the gods of Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Okay, I say they get old fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's obviously, as ever, up to the Doctor and, and Ace to uh, put a stop to... Yes, to their the evil mach- no, Shenanigans is a good mm, word. We don't use yes. the word shenanigans yeah. enough. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, and then there was the Chief Clown. Yes. And he played Tricky Ricky, the uh, crooked uh, market man. Uh, yeah, it's, Inspector a, oh, really? it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a shame that... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of fake Keith, Keith isn't here, because yeah. you could have another interminable mm-hmm. half-hour discussion mm-hmm. about, yeah, about EastEnders. EastEnders, yeah. Yeah, but yes. Can you recognise him? Because you probably can if you know him without makeup. Well, well, this... I was watching uh, the extras. So yeah, this is it. It is only face paint. Mm, yeah. yeah, but he is virtually unrecognisable mm, oh, yeah. as the, the EastEnders counterpart. Mm, yeah, yeah. I bet if I saw him without makeup, I wouldn't recognise him. Yeah. If I knew mm. him, knew him without makeup, I might recognise yeah. him. Uh, yeah. He's also been in Coronation Street as well. Done a round of all the soaps, hasn't he? Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Rady, you know. So <laughs> 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 yeah, as I say, the great show in the galaxy had a very surreal air about it oh yeah i mean um, especially when they first see the big top yeah mm. i think they had an asbestos scare they did during on the bbc That's television right, center yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. a lot of it was filmed outside in a mm. tent yeah which actually adds to the air Mm. Of the, of the whole, I I I'm, yeah, so yeah, it's, I it's, it's very dreamlike. Sort of, yeah. All the location stuff was filmed. Yeah, then they got yeah, the asbestos some. scare. Mm. There was a danger of it going like Sharda. Yeah, we'd have it half filmed and just not be able to complete it. But J and T or or somebody had the the good idea as it's meant to be a circus tent. We can just film it outside. Yeah, mm. I think the, the Elstree on- car park apparently. <laughs> the only time it clocked that something was slightly different for me, and that was only in the recent rewatching because I knew it was. A, yeah, yeah. There's a the, the floor is very obviously concrete slabs, car park slabs at mm. one point. Oh, yeah. really? Okay, so a lot of time it's, it's wooden. They yeah, put a wooden. A couple of times it's, it's when they're running down various corridors. Or oh, okay, tented you, corridors. You can the, see the the floor is I you know car that. park. Now, yeah, I I only know that because yeah. I. I knew in advance, so I was looking for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I must say, I mean, even though it's called the greatest show in the galaxy, the actual big top was a very modest affair. I mean, sort of, I mean, I think the actual ring was about the same size as your lounge. I mean, it was tiny, wasn't it? Yeah. I never well, really, down, yeah. I never noticed. Uh, it was pointed out to me a week or two back. It came up that we were going to be reviewing the yeah. greatest show. And somebody said, oh, a tiny stage Really? I don't remember that. Yeah. But rewatch it now, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... And then you get those real performers who are doing their, their mm-hmm. back flips yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they really don't have much room to work in. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, you know, sort of speaking of exterior shots, uh, watching the extras, the actual big top itself was a model. The only sort of life-size thing was the, the uh, awning that was yeah. the, served as the entrance to the uh, big top. The only mm. bit that didn't collapse. Mm, that's it. <laughs> no, and I say, sort of use, I think it's all the you know, sort of colour separation overlay, yeah. sort of, they sort of match the two together which yeah. I thought was very good. Yeah, it did a good job. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is just the beginning of what I would class as modern special effects. Mm. It's just beginning to creep in because you had that wonderful glorious long shot with the ringed planet mm, yes. in the sky mm. and that looked very effective. It was good and yeah. they did a pretty good job. Uh, you could see where they'd cut out around people's heads. Yeah. 
you can see it wasn't a, a perfect uh, rotoscoping, but it no. was pretty good for the time. For, yeah, for yeah. the time, and more specifically, for the budget. The budget. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's, uh, as you said, I'm not sure when it was filmed, but it was the last one shown. And yeah, us- I don't know what order. Usually yeah. by that time, the money is beginning to run out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's how it's done, but I was very impressed when the Doctor went through from the Psychic Circus to the Dark Circus. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's... Uh, tinsel a little bit of color effect and sylvester gurning a hell of a lot yeah. <laughs> but i still was, i still was impressed by that whole sequence it was a good mm-hmm. for me it was a good sequence yeah they did some distortions in yeah the face. yeah and a wind machine and and uh sort of stringed tinsel being thrown at mm-hmm. him but mm-hmm. and as i said sylvester gurning a lot but i <laughs> yeah. still liked that it was still effective Oh, so he knew Sylvester was the doctor at this point. They wrote it with him in mind because he was doing all that... The spoons. The spoons. Juggling. And juggling and all that sort of stuff. It relied a hell of a lot on... Oh, his Ken Campbell. So thank you, you yeah. the Ted Campbell Circus. Yeah. A hell of a lot on his expertise from that. Yeah. Although apparently he was taught sleight of hand magic, especially for yeah. this. Mm. But uh, I'm sure it would have just supplemented what he already yeah, knew. The, the shoes nailed to the floor so he could do the, the swing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, on the uh, circus ringmaster, I mean, he's a bit all crack happy with his whip. He really he was. was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the first time I've actually seen a rapping ringmaster. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like that effect. I know it's all scripted, but the, the rhymed, rapped responses to the Doctor when he was called down. Mm. Nearly all of his patter is rhyming mm. from mm. what is being said to him. And did you recognise him? The face looked familiar. He had recently played Frost in Aliens. Oh, he was one of the Marines. Yeah, he was indeed. And he's really from Chicago, mm. so he's not putting on an American accent. Yeah. Is he spies like us, Aliens, Mission Impossible? He's been loads of stuff, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. He's, he's one of these uh, jobbing bit part actors who's never actually been famous, yeah. but has been in virtually everything. Yeah, you just say, yeah. I've seen him before. Yeah. yeah. A bit like, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Vaughan Armstrong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, say Babylon 5, you know, sort of a uh, Voyager, you know, sort of a whole host of other things. Yeah. You think to yourself, yeah. I've seen that guy. Where have I seen that face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we shall come back to in the next segment. Mm-hmm. I have to take task with the Doctor and Ace appearing there for some reason. But do you mean? Uh, to my mind, certainly the first segment of the Doctor and Ace aboard the TARDIS, it's very deliberate that the Doctor has lowered the TARDIS defences so that little recording sprite can get on board. He it's, was practising juggling. He was practising yeah. juggling right at the beginning, before it even appeared. Yeah. And certain of his comebacks, his, his reactions and his statements can be taken one of two ways. To my mind, it's very much in the, the line of uh, Remembrance of the Daleks Doctor mm-hmm. and Silver Nemesis Doctor. This is the, the chess-playing one. He's, yeah. in, he's in complete command. Mm-hmm. So Certain things might go awry and certain things might happen that he doesn't expect, mm-hmm. but he's the one in command okay. throughout the whole of this. To my mind, this is the germ of the Virgin Doctor, the Virgin mm-hmm. Seventh Doctor, of the, of yeah. the, the, the grand chess player. Yeah. This okay. is where the, where the roots are. I like that, because I, I did wonder how that little crappy robot thing got yeah. on the dance. Yeah. Yeah. And the only explanation is that, yeah, he lowered... Like the Kablam Man. Yes. Obviously, uh, we're talking 13th Doctor lowered the 
defense the letting Let she in. wanted it to come yeah. uh, so yeah similar thing here presumably as i said to my mind that is what's going on certainly when you got ace commenting a few things and you got him standing behind her rolling his eyes and mm. you know <laughs> or <Yeah>. or twitching <laughs> yeah. so, so to my mind as i said this is very deliberate that's no for some reason in it at all this is going to his plan ah, okay yeah i like that other characters we have uh, particularly uh Captain Cook and Mags. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, good grief, yeah. Very odd Very odd. couple. Yeah. yeah. Captain Cook. I think, to a slight extent, this show is a slight dig at the uh, the Uber fan. Yeah, certainly a whiz kid. Whiz kid mm-hmm. and, to my mind, the captain. Oh, the captain too, you think? Yeah, because yeah. he's seen it all, he's done it all, he has stories of everything mm-hmm. when it was better. Yeah. Some people have said he's like a dark reflection of the Doctor if she's his companion. Possibly. But he doesn't seem to care about her at all. No. It's almost like she's a trophy she, of she, some she, kind. She, she's a means to an end. Yeah. The yeah. end is to the treasure of the fabled secret of the psychic circus. She's mm. just a means to get there. Yeah. Whereas... Although, as it's developed, Ace can sometimes be a means to an end, but there is definitely a connection there. Yeah. He yeah. does care about Ace and will use her occasionally, but only because he has to. Mm-hmm. And obviously she is entwined in some of the events that he's trying to... Yeah, t- trying to untangle, yeah, as right. we find out next season with uh, Fenwick. Dean. Yeah, that's it. I mean, with Captain Cook, I mean, he was the parody of the archetypal 19th century British explorer. Yeah. You know, oh, with yeah. the pith helmet and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Forest. Mm, the safari suit, the putties around his ears, sort of ankles and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah they they were quite to heightened characters. Some of these weren't they? They I were very like, stereotypical. I did notice that uh, the tea set. Everyone else gets the plain white tea set, but mm. when the captain served, he's yeah, in bone d- china. It's yeah. bone china Darjeeling teacup, and so it goes slightly to the character, you know. Yeah, that's just TP McHenry just uh, insisted on the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a way, it's like the uh, sort of typical sort of pub bore. I mean, sort of, yeah. Yeah, if he's got a captive audience, and he'll regale them with all his tales of uh, yeah. where he's been and what he's done. So. Yeah, his actual plan was very unclear, though. He just seems to be happy to stay captured and let everybody else die first. Mm -hmm. But clearly at some point, the other people would run out and he'd be... Yeah. He didn't have any plan, as I can tell, to get out. We're not too sure what his plan was, but I I got the feeling that he thought Mags Mm. would have been enough to captivate their interest Mm. while he's in the ring and can, can go off and do... Whatever he was meant to do, he just never got around to that bit. Maybe, yeah. Uh, she was, was it half werewolf or something like that? Uh, a Volpuna? She, she's from the planet Volpina or something like yeah. that, yeah. She's meant to be a werewolf, but she doesn't change very much, just her teeth, really, yeah. and yeah. a bit of makeup. Ha- hairy arms. <laughs> Did she have hairy, she, hairy arms? She had hairy yeah. arms, long nails, and I think more green makeup yeah. for some yeah. reason. Mm. But I'm sorry, but I did enjoy the character of Max. Leaving the werewolf side and certainly the werewolf makeup to one side. Mm. I thought she would have, and I think down to big finish, she is, would have been a good companion. Mm, uh, yeah, I've yeah. heard that she's come a Seventh Doctor she, companion. She, yeah, it, Mags and Ace and the Doctor at one point in time. I haven't reached that far in my collection nor yet. Nor me, <laughs> nor me, nor me. But yeah, she had that element, and of course mm. we had the slight bit of tricky danger. It's unfortunate that it seems to be the reputation of the moon that sets her off rather than a moon itself. Mm. Yeah, it's not even the full moon, it's just any old moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit wary. It could be the fact that the moon we saw was the entrance to the dark circus. 
Yeah, maybe. Mm, yeah. Rather than so, it could be some form of influence from the yeah. gods of Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok. Because she was at um, the Capitol two years ago, the latest one. Yeah. <laughs> the one before the uh, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and, uh, the pandemic. Chris Drury was there too, but I missed, I missed their actual panel, unfortunately, yeah. where they spoke about it. But uh, did we get to sit down with her? She was certainly near us at one point and talking about something, I can't remember. <laughs> the werewolf to one side, I did yeah. enjoy her um, persona, her dramatization. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so many characters. I think they probably went overboard with number of characters. Well, I yeah, I, yeah. Some of them we only briefly. Yeah, Nord and Wizkid. Yeah, hardly in it. They appeared, disappeared. Uh, Flower Child. Flower, Flower Child. She, mm, she yeah. was just there to die. She was there to introduce the element of danger, and then got killed by it. Got killed very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Bellboy. Bellboy. He was in it for mm, most. of Yeah, it. a little bit longer. Oh, the uh, the bus conductor. No, no, the uh, yeah, the one in the yellow top, the one yeah. who built the androids. Mm. Yes. And talking of which, I do question some of the resolutions on this particular story. For one thing, the chief clown Ace effectively kills him with a laser beam. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> uses an android to shoot him dead. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, there was no certain, remorse. <laughs> yeah. Certain things that needed to be worked out slightly. They were being hunted at the moment in time and they just, she was just stabbing mm. the buttons yeah. and it just randomly shot him. Mm. <laughs> but no yeah. remorse. It killed all the droids, his, his robots first, which yeah. is fine. They're just robots. Okay. Assuming they're not intelligent. Okay. But if you just him on his own, he wasn't much threat without the robots. Did he, no. did, he, no. did she really have to kill him on that? point perhaps she couldn't turn it off in time yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe she didn't like clowns and also the way the doctor defeats ragnarok he gets this bit of mirror yeah and just reflects the I, beams back yeah at i think un- unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately i think it certainly it finishes because it had to finish yeah i don't yeah. know if the, i haven't read the book yeah. maybe the book goes into more because that is it's got their mark on this yeah. mirror isn't it to this yeah. pendant the, the, thing the whatever eye. it is yeah so maybe that's involved somehow but it's not properly explained no. it just got beams of energy coming from them and he's just reflecting it and yeah. <laughs> destroys the circus I, having the said that circus. having said that i was very impressed by the destruction of the circus <laughs> and and health and safety yeah. wouldn't allow it to die. You couldn't get away with that now. No, yeah. no. I think Sylvester said that walking away from that, he's wondering whether he just had two naked buttock cheeks oh, passing the, grief, the camera because yeah. it was so close to the explosion. Yeah, this season in particular has a couple of explosions which are far bigger than they should have been. They're mm, planned to yeah. be. Yes, got remembrance. Yes, and he got a great <laughs> show. They're a little bit happy with their explosions. Yeah. Mm. I think <laughs> during I th- the season. I think for the uh, for great to show the explosion was as big as they said it was thought it was going to be it's just they set it off a little bit too early oh it mm. could be that yeah yeah hats off to a sylvester mccoy i mean sort of, there's a very a de- slight a flinch d- but not yeah. much you a little bleak. of that size and, <laughs> and, and he's still got his eardrums yeah yeah <laughs> but what i mean is the actual stone circus the dark circus crumbling and falling to pieces mm. i was impressed by that yeah, yeah. The level of budget at the time and the level of uh, special effects available to them. Yeah, they did a good job with that stuff. Yeah. Particularly given it was filmed in a car park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm a little less impressed with uh, some of their prop work, particularly the ro- little robot droids. Yeah. Mm. The clown robots are fine because they're just people in masks. Yeah. But the actual gadgets they built were a little bit rubbish looking. But mm. I and suppose that's fine in the story because it's just what, uh, is it, Bellboy built them. Yeah. It's just what he managed to put together. But still, yeah. I remember at the time being always very defensive about the, the apparent cheapness of Doctor Who. Yeah. 
been watching some of the uh, Toby Haydock commentaries. Yeah. And he was saying, back in this era, he's probably the same age as me, give, yeah. you know, give a few months. And he was saying he was at school during this era, and he, he used to really get uptight <laughs> about anything he saw in Doctor Who as being, oh, people hate that, and this mm-hmm. will get Doctor Who cancelled, and... Yeah. I get ridiculed and I do, and I, I felt that exact same thing. <laughs> I do remember having at the time because I, I was working at the time. I was eighty seven, I think. Came out in eighty eight. Eighty eight. Sorry, yeah, December eighty eight through to the fourth of January eighty nine. Yeah, I, I do remember I was working at the time and having a semi argument with someone about the clowns. Mm. Clowns, they're not scary. You take something out of context. Yeah, take a a, a smiling happy child you change those eyes and it's now a creature of malice <laughs> yeah, yeah so it, it's it's the slightly creepiness of taking mm. something out of context and putting it in a funeral car mm. yeah i had no problem with the clowns i thought the clowns were yeah. really quite effective yeah. particularly the chief clown yes mm. yeah. he, he that, did such a great job that that wave and smile yeah <laughs> that, that smile in particular was so creepy yeah <laughs> what else do we have that first cliffhanger was very strange. I haven't there looked a, in looked into it, but clearly there was a cliffhanger a few minutes before the, yeah. the f- end of the episode. I think it may have overrun or underrun or mm. something. It looks like it probably underran as they got some material from the next episode. Yeah. And the, the, there was a couple of um, cliffhangers. There was another cliffhanger that I thought, ooh, is that it? Yeah. Did one, did, is this one where they intended it to be three episodes, made it four? But no, yeah. Yeah. that's not quite the case. But I thought it was three episodes. Oh, when, okay. when I initially, <laughs> when we initially initially did this i thought oh yeah i can watch this quite late there's only three episodes and it's four so i didn't go to bed at about one o'clock uh, yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, sylvester's time it was what two fours two threes yeah mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was one of the threes but no no because one of the episodes is on a, on a different part for, for me one of the episodes was on a different part of the disc i had to scroll down or scroll <laughs> like <across>. oh okay <laughs> yeah i've had very limited time this past week to to watch this stuff so i haven't done watching in the background if yeah that's what i remember i do wonder what happened there it does feel like the first episode just under yeah j- juggled around a bit and they couldn't push anything forward before that cliffhanger so they just had to have stuff after the cliffhanger yeah. and, uh, of course the um quarry became mm. the cheetah planet next season oh is that the same oh, quarry yeah it's exactly the yeah. same quarry so, <laughs> i think it all the same to me but when you see one quarry you've seen them all well, I, I was reading a bit that, that they've got a certain section on the, that was called peggy's mount after ah. the the bar yeah the strange yeah. food vendor yeah the yeah. strange food vendor what were they eating though sludge it looked look like no sweet corn and something yeah. else yeah all mashed up I mean, no wonder I didn't, didn't appear to be enjoying it. <laughs> and what was that stuff about Captain Cook being dead and then coming back from the dead? I think he was animated by this because he looked very... He was attacked by mags yeah. Yeah. and stretched out and then was looking very pale on the stretcher. And during the climax, he seemed to be animated by the spirit or the power of the gods of Ragnaroks. Ragnarok. To, um, to, to attempt to stop them getting the, um, the medallion. Okay, because they didn't show that power any other time. No. In fact, they didn't do anything much, really. No, they, they killed people when yeah. they mm. gave them the zero scores. Yeah. They, they were there to be entertained. Mm. So, yeah. to, to my mind, it seemed to be they were indolent gods of mm. want of a better yeah so, something like the um variation in the toy maker yeah you know they're there to be entertained and there to be to as a diversion mm. but the real villains were the, uh, the chief clown of course mm. yeah was sort of the enforcer you've got the uh, the ringmaster and the ticket woman 
Yeah, who eventually turned out to be lesser uh, villains because mm. the chief clown bumped She wasn't off. really an antagonist as no. such. I mean, she lured them in. She was a helper. Yeah. She wasn't necessarily an antagonist. To my mind, the... Oh, there's a lot of my mind going on in this, <laughs> this podcast. I do apologise. It's because I've been set free because uh, mm. uh, fake Keith isn't here. So I, <laughs> I can fly free. Sorry, I'm going to get <laughs> told off for that. Um <laughs> Uh, to, to my mind, it was the, the ringmaster who was in charge. The chief clown was an enforcer. Yeah. But he grabbed the power. Mm. You know, he took advantage to the situation and put himself in charge, grabbed power. And so he got a little mutiny going on there. Mm. As the society that they had built was crumbling, he, he did a, a grasp for power. Does make you wonder why they didn't all just run. Yes. Mm. Got the kites coming after them, which is a nice idea. Mm. Was that Ragnarok themselves? No, that was... The kites were made by... The kites were made by Mm. Flower Child. Yeah. Yeah. But they were being controlled by the chief clown. Mm, That's right. Mm. Again, it's been so long since I've read the book. I should have really read the, reread the book as well. The yeah. target novelization, yeah. it might have expanded upon it. But you get the idea of um, they are there on the sufferance of the gods of Ragnaroks, and you don't know what the penalty would be for leaving. I'm assuming their attention was diverted by whatever was going on in the circus, mm. giving Flower Child and Bellboy at least an initial chance to escape. Yeah. But they weren't trying to get off planet. They were going to the bus for the mm. medallion. Mm. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many in the past, how many people have said, bugger this, and have tried to get off planet only to be squashed. Maybe. A lot of people rate this really highly. I don't. I think it's somewhat middling, personally. I just feel like there's more needed. Yeah, it could have been expanded. Yeah, a bit more of a history, a better finale. (laughs) More explosions. (laughs) I think... I've got to agree with you. It's, to my mind, as this episode, again, my mind, uh, is a mediocre episode, but had potential to be so much more. No, I must admit, I did enjoy what, I mean, that's the first time I've seen it. Yeah, it's incredible. You missed it first time round and Mm. never, never seen it. There's quite a few Doctors I've never seen, but everything from uh, late Davison onwards Mm. I saw first time round and some before that. I was wondering, is it my least favourite McCoy? Might be. There's, you know, it's still not terrible, but... I don't know. I've, I've never sat down and said, this is my worst McCoy. Mm-hmm. I don't like this McCoy. It's, or, as you said, least favourite. I haven't rated them in that way. Yeah. There are, yes, there are some that are my favourites. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not my favourite, i got to admit, but like I said, to my mind, it has so much potential that they couldn't do or, or didn't touch upon. Yes. Probably the book expands upon this a lot. Yeah. Maybe ties in a bit more with Fenric, perhaps, in some way. All this fighting god stuff yeah. that he's mm. up to. Well, yeah, this this is actually the beginning of the god fighting. As mm. you mentioned, it's the first time he actually goes up against a designated god. Mm-hmm. Previously, it's been Daleks or Cybermen. <laughs> <laughs> and so, dear listeners, if you are a card-carrying chlorophobe, yeah, please write to us and to let us know what you thought of The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, or anything else for that matter. So please write to us at show... At... Staggering stories. Dot. Net. Two words each. And now, dear listeners, it's time once again for another right riveting round of Things in Five Words. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It has. It but has. it's back. It's yep. back. It's a, we're that desperate, are we? We are desperate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, who wants to kick off? Well, you've got the majority of them. Because he does them in his spare time. I've got a few lined up here. I only do two. Uh, (laughs) Let's start with the first one. Tooth-breaking popular beat artists. Tooth-breaking? Yes. (laughs) It's not the rock B-52s, is it? From the Flintstones movie. Mm. Uh, No, no, no. I've not seen the Flintstones movie. (laughs) TV series? Toothbreaking. Is it our genre? It's not yeah. just a... Well, the only thing that I can think of is Josie and the Pussycats, but I don't see how that's toothbreaking. <laughs> no. Can we have a clue, please? OK, it's a BBC TV series. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What, yeah, what was the group... What did they call themselves that did um, oh, the Cats song? Oh, in Red Dwarf. Because they released that as a record, didn't they? I think you just credited the cat, I think. Okay. It's not that, then. Not that, although you're not a million miles away. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Tooth-breaking. You know, yeah. just, my tooth, my tooth. Indeed. Tongue-tied, that was it. That was the, the name of the, the, t- the That was the name so. of the single, yeah. yeah. So, tooth-breaking popular beat artists. You're very nearly there. Mm. <laughs> tooth-breaking. I was going to say K9 and company. So. <laughs> 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 scenery cheering <laughs> <laughs> so it's something to do with the red dwarf mm-hmm. oh come on it's at monday it's the end of the night do <laughs> <laughs> you give up then uh, yeah yeah yep. your apprentice there is lennon and mccartney this is robotic fish oh, oh, oh god <laughs> i hope you can feel the pain i am in this <laughs> right nice easy one Go on, then. One man and his hair. Shatner. <laughs> I like your thinking, but no. <laughs> One man and his hair. Is it the talented Tombo? No. Or is it big, big hair? Uh, hair is in the uh, little rabbit-type creature. Little rabbit-type creature. Yeah, golden. Hair or rabbit. Yeah, the, the, his dark materials. Oh, Scoresby. Yeah, Lee Scoresby. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't remember the name, but I knew the... Yeah. I went by a building in, I think it was Edinburgh, where the real Scoresby lived. It seemed like he was named after a real person. A famous explorer called Scoresby, Arctic explorer. Right. Blue-faced stellar dust cloud. Blue-faced stellar dust cloud. Nebula? Yeah. Uh, Nebula. (laughs) I was thinking of that uh, cloud from the next generation. Yep. Um, and the Gilum. Magilum, yes. Yeah, had to get in there a little bit about the pond somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my final one then. Sticky brownness that causes blindness. <laughs> <laughs> Sticky brownness. I think I know. That causes this one. blindness. I've got an inkling, yeah. How are you? Will you go blind? Is it that stuff that the Triffids shoot out? No. No. I think it's the mud that Barbara got to slap over the Dalek's eye. Uh, Barbara's mud. Yeah, Barbara's Well, angel delight or whatever the heck it's yeah. meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it depends which version you go with. But... Yeah. Yep, that's it. Right. Oblong slab with jawbone. Mm. Oh, it's uh, the uh, Tycho uh, Magnetic Anomaly, TMA1. Jawbone, okay, yeah, the jawbone gets thrown in the air. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. clever. Black slab. Mm, yeah, the black monolith, yeah. Yeah, the monolith, yes. Which one should I choose? Like, he's got a lot. Well, yeah. I've got, a, like I've got three. Three? I could what? barely do two. This is a person, this is. Mm-hmm. OK. Professor stares into middle distance. Cutter, Nick Cutter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, but not the one I'm looking for. OK. <laughs> From Primeval, OK. Um, okay. It's a real-life person. Is it Cox? Cox. 
Yes. Yes. Oh, Brian Gox, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I wish my husband would stare at me the same way yeah. Dara O'Brien <laughs> stares at Professor Cox. <laughs> <laughs> the professor's what? <laughs> I mean, the other one I had was, this element is radically changed. Ooh. I want to say sapphire and still simply because of the word element. <laughs> This element is radically changed. Uh, radical. Is it the mutagen from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Well, think of synonyms, synonyms for the word changed. Mutated? Metamorphosed? Regenerated? Chrysalisted? Nope. Give up. Mm, altered carbon. Ah! ah there yes. we go. We go through every single period. <laughs> go through the entire period yeah, of the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick, get the thesaurus out! <laughs> okay. That was another right riveting round of <laughs> Things in Five Words, dear listeners. Yay! If you can think of any Things in Five Words that we'll be able to use on this show, mm-hmm. please let us know by writing to us at show at staggering stories dot net. Hello, dear listener. We have all been watching. Well, well, some of us have all been watching, haven't we, Andy? Just because some rich people haven't. (laughs) We have all been watching The Nethers, which is currently on over here on Sky One. Us mere mortals only have Netflix. (laughs) It's Sky Atlantic, isn't it? Sky Atlantic, sorry, yes. Actually, I watched it on now. We've done Ah, done a a month subscription, one payment for now. Ah, Okay, yeah. And sort of binged watch them all. So the Nevers HBO. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> HBO. HBO. A few boobies here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I only counted one willy, though. Oh. I didn't even notice that. Well, I blanked <laughs> it from my mind, maybe. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> now, if one of our members, members was... Willy <laughs> <laughs> okay. jokes galore! Sausage fest! <laughs> Stories is an HBO production. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on. Drop them. <laughs> Right, sausage contest. <laughs> As I say, if one of our co-presenters was here, she'd be squeeing her head off. Now, the Nevers, I mean, is it steampunk? Yeah. It's, yeah, it is set in the Victorian period. Is it this Earth or an alternate? Uh, it, it seems be, to be alternate. Yeah, because of what has happened, it's an alternate Earth. Mm-hmm. It 1899. Was, yeah, yeah, it was. Most of it. <laughs> you could say it was originally this Earth, and what has happened has happened, so it's obviously skewered off mm. onto another yeah. Earth. Mm-hmm. It is Victoriana. There are steampunk elements simply down to one character, because mm-hmm. she is... Uh, an inventor. Yes. She, yeah, she has the... As she describes it, she has the ability to see electricity see how it goes together to see what it can do so she's built an electric car and things like that yeah i i i do have to say a a wonderful electric car beautifully realized i love it Mm -hmm. but the driving seat is in the wrong place oh is she on the wrong side well well, no it's not that it's a three it's a three-seater okay yeah the passengers sit in front of her oh okay yeah the passengers sit in front of the driver so you have to sort of stare over and stare around Mm. to to see where you're going it's like an old carriage where you had the driver sat at the back in a higher up seat but yeah it looks a little over-engineered in terms of looks oh yeah yeah anyway yes what is the prima on a weird day, uh, what looked like an alien ship or something it, appeared in the sky. It looked like a transparent angelfish. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you did get the idea it was a spacecraft or was a craft like of some description. Uh, it emitted a load of little energy ball type things which came down and embedded themselves in a few people. Mm. Fireflies. Sort of little yeah. Fire. Yeah. Only yeah. in the London area. Yes, it's all set in London. And then it turns out those people later on exhibit special powers. Mm. Or is it known the touched? Yes. They yeah. were indeed touched, yes. And then we've got different groups trying to either bring them together or to destroy them or yeah. you got one one group that seems to be in not a nice way using them mm-hmm. another group that not necessarily as bad as the first group but is still using them that's yeah. that's the lord and his uh ferryman club yes you've got another one that wants to eradicate them because they're on a bonce against nature and the natural order of things mm-hmm. and most of them are women yeah, yeah. yeah it just seems something like sort of rival factions i mean it sounds like a well steampunk version of uh x-men yeah oh def- definitely yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that in a minute yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've got the final group that is trying to collect them draw them in and protect them yeah although also bring them together as a group yeah uh, as soldiers are meant to be to try to yeah. protect themselves but their powers are being used yes. to it's to a- attack these other groups yeah i get the impression to stop them being abused but because of the nature of the story they go on the offensive yeah and the leader of this more positive group Amalia, I think, uh, Molly. Her original name was Molly, yes. Amalia. Amalia, yeah. She knows a lot more than she's letting on. Yeah. And she... then we find out towards the end how yeah. she knows. Her, her touch is the fact that she can see into the future. Only very briefly, only for a couple of seconds, but with no context. Mm. Uh, for instance, she might see that she has a meeting tomorrow with a certain individual. So she knows she's going to end up there, mm. yeah. but not how or why or why she's even there. Or often sees herself in bed with... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least twice she has flash-forwards of uh, herself being in bed with uh, another character. <laughs> this is a HBO production. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so continuing in the um, X-Men analogy yeah there's Dr. Edmund Haig a brutal American surgeon oh yes yeah yeah Yeah, I I mean that was very reminiscent it sounds very reminiscent of uh, Kevin Bacon's character yeah experimenting on the young uh, Magneto he seems to disappear towards the end but in the first section he you get the impression he's one of the main villains Mm -hmm. Uh, you also get someone who's in charge of the orphanage was an orphanage the the home where the touched are uh, Mm. can go for protection is in a wheelchair so that even more pushes yeah. the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, uh, she's a uh, she's a lady she funds the place uh so it's a feminine but it's professor x to mm, a certain extent yeah. and that only goes so far not wanting to push it too far because spoiler music spoiler music but yeah things happen to show that she's not quite as nice as she first appears yeah so olivia williams who was in uh dollhouse yes as well yeah Another Joss Whedon thing. Yeah. yeah. And also to continue, uh, Bonfire Annie. Yes. The ability to generate uh, balls of flame. I mean, yeah. okay, all right, all right, don't call me cynical, but um, you just think of uh, you know, the human torch. Uh, or you know, if you stretch the analogy, sort of a uh, cyclops. Yeah. To a certain extent, like the better in my mind the better hues you can see the roots you can Mm, see where this is 
come from or mm-hmm. the inspiration from it. Doing it a disservice is calling it a Victorian X-Files. That is merely the starting premise. Mm, yeah. it, it is so much more than that. It's quite complicated. You're with different groups. Yeah. Then you have Malady, who everybody's after because she's committed an atrocity, used her powers in a little group to kill yeah. people the, the, very publicly. The best way I can sum up Malady, arcing back to Buffy, Drusilla. Yes. She's completely yeah. and utterly off her rocker. <laughs> she's nuttier than squirrel shit. Blimey. But she has a power to mm. which appears, seems to... She gains strength from pain so the more you fight her the stronger she gets mm, yeah because you had the whole glowing eye yeah in the middle of a fight her, her eyes start glowing don't make her angry yeah <laughs> literally she is a random element Mm. completely because at one point she saves a couple of our heroes Mm. but we don't know why also having said that there's a couple of moments where she seems painfully sane yes and we've only seen the first six episodes yeah of what i'm reading here that actually there are 12 in the first season Mm. yes been split into two right yeah so we've got six more to come and it's definitely left on quite a cliffhanger. Oh, God, yeah. There's a lot more yet to discover. Certainly, certainly the last episode of this current six mm-hmm. throws in a complete left curve on yeah, the whole the, thing. Yeah, the first third or whatever that and episode I, is. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I've got to admit, <laughs> I stopped to check whether I hadn't skipped over into something else. Yes, if, you, if it weren't for the uh, previously on the Nevers, yeah. at the beginning, I, I would have thought I was on the wrong programme entirely. Yeah, it goes, <laughs> the narrative completely switches up mm. and has... Uh, adds a whole new level to the situation of yeah, what's going on. all new on. characters, new time zone, new everything. Yeah. So what the hell's going yeah. on? It, yeah. By the end of it, it does answer a few questions. It but does. It, but also it opens up a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah. There are sort of quite a few characters alluding to um, events in uh, Victorian London. Yeah. Like you have Nimble Jack, which isn't a far cry from Springhill Jack. Jack. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not a killer, as far as we know. Yeah. No. There's the Beggar King. Yes, Nick Frost. Well, yeah, yeah, I have Frost, to, yes. yeah, I have to point out... I th- I could be mistaken. I know he's a, an actor, but he's been mostly known for comedy roles. Mm, yes. And this, to my mind, is his first straight role. Hmm. Not I, counting Father Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I would, well, <laughs> I would not count this as a comedy role. No, definitely not. Certainly at one point in time, as he's the beggar king, mm. his gang bear his mark. So he, it's a brand of some description. Mm, yeah. And he kicks people out of his gang by removing their mark with a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he just seems stuff. Very mercenary character because I mean, yes. even though he does work with uh, Amalia, he's just as liable to turn on them. So. Yeah, he is a neutral, chaotic character who will do what is best for him mm. and yeah. his little brood. He, he's not a hero. <laughs> no, no, he's worked for both sides, I think, yeah. throughout this so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that will continue. Quite quite happily. Also, I, I'd like to point out that there are a few faces, actors and actresses, I recognised. Yeah, absolutely. I quite mean, true. the actress, the singer, was from the recent BBC War of the Worlds. Yes. And Paul Duck, I believe, not that I've yeah. seen it. Oh, yes, yes. What was her name? Lucy, I think, who the first couple of episodes is the house mom of the hostel. Oh, yeah. Who actually played Auntie from uh, The Doctor's Wife. Yes. Yeah. It took me a long time. I was sitting there throughout the whole of the first episode going, I know her. Yeah. I know her. Where have I seen her? <laughs> I know her. Yeah, I mean, there are quite a few well-known faces. Yeah. I mean, uh, sort of James Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pip Torrens. Uh, Olivia Williams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, say Nick Frost, we've already, yeah, already mentioned. Oh. Yeah. But Claudia what, Black from... Uh, how was Stargate it and... Yeah. Um, Farscape. Farscape. Farscape, I was particularly thinking of, yes. Yeah. She appears in one episode. Yeah. 
But what I do like is the main leads I don't recognise. I haven't seen them from no, anywhere else. The, I thought that uh, Laura Donnelly, for a moment there, I thought, is that... Jessica Jones. No. She reminded me a lot of Jessica she, Jones. She yes, I can see where you're coming from. Is that her? Yeah. No, it doesn't look quite right, but she's very similar looking. Yeah, I must admit, I had watched this in quite the, the rush, and I wasn't entirely always paying full attention, because I, <gasps> I had to cram this in. I watched one episode while I was away on the holiday. Yeah. I had just one hour one evening where I could watch an episode, <laughs> and the rest I've had to cram yesterday. So I, sometimes I did find something... What the hell's going on? <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, or if, if it was a little trickier to follow than it, it ought to have been. We watched, me, me and fake Keith watched them, two episodes Friday, two episodes Saturday, and two episodes Sunday. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It did grab me and, and drag me along with the story. I enjoyed mm. it a great deal. And as I was saying in the original opening news bits and addendums, my one problem with streaming mm-hmm. is you can binge watch. Yes. And I do enjoy picking things to pieces. One of my best times, certainly in this podcast, is sitting there putting together theories about ashes to ashes. Yeah, that was the, great. The amount well. of tangents we, we went off. And we did, but we got, we got it basically right. We got it basically right. <laughs> and, and that is what I missed about this. I'd, yeah. th- for me, this would have been a sitting around and going, well, what if... And there's one point when we saw the ship... When we first saw mm-hmm. the ship, yeah. I postulated the theory that it's a ship in distress. The firefly lights were some form of lifeboat okay. and the ship is repairing. I, I was completely mm-hmm. off score, course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From, from what we've eventually find out. Mm. But that was sort of one of the theories I was trying to put together during the actual yeah. making. And, and that is what I miss Indeed. about binge watching. Yeah, it's great. You can watch everything, but you don't get the chance to mull. Yeah. Maybe that's what Marvel are doing right, in that they are still doing an episode at a time, yeah. not just for money. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I would have watched this anyway if I if I had caught the first couple of episodes. Mm. So I would have binge watched this. I've got to admit. Don't know if we should mention this too much, but obviously this is Joss Whedon, yeah, the elephant mm. in the room. And some people, perhaps as a reaction to to his fall from grace, have looked at this in a somewhat dim light, saying it's portraying women in a bad light and without fake Keith and Jean here I, I don't know we can really speak to it too much but I don't feel like it did particularly but I don't uh, know I don't, uh, the two main leads are female we, yes. we follow their story one of the main protagonists uh, Mallory is female to my mind, it's not showing them in a bad light. Again, you could throw your uh, toys out the pan. It's because one of the main villains, one of the main arseholes, is a uh, privileged white male. The Lord. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But certainly, he is. it's a case of uh, one of the reasons he doesn't like... Oh, God, the Irish woman. Penance. Penance. Yeah. The, one of the reasons why he doesn't like penance is uh, she can see electricity, so she hasn't put mm. in the graft, she hasn't got the certificates, <laughs> uh, she just pulls everything out of nowhere, and she's a woman. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of shit went on down with Buffy, which we are only just being told about now, mm. but Buffy herself didn't display women mostly in a bad light. It was a full range. It mm. it portrayed life. Yeah. Admittedly, it was life with vampires and werewolves and mm. demons, but... I know, I know there have been complaints, particularly about the later seasons, about Buffy becoming a bit of a victim. Yeah. And, and, I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, at the moment, I think through these six, he's on board as executive producer. Mm, yeah. And he probably will be for all of the se- first season, I would have thought, contractually, even though he may not be involved in yeah. the actual filming and stuff later on. But yeah. It'd be a shame if his name be on it does affect it yeah story-wise i enjoyed it i did enjoy it a lot and my counter arguments to people who uh why are you watching this it's done by this this horrible man yes it is i acknowledge that i understand it but also you've got the marvelous actors in there some of the portrayals there the the writing as well every episode isn't written by joss it's written by a whole gamut of people including some of the buffy alumni yeah jane Jane esperson Esperson's in there yeah and even when he does write and direct it it's not just him no. There are lots of other people involved. Yeah, cameramen, the film, and all the other production people yeah. that are on it. Presumably hundreds of people yeah. involved in yeah. some fashion. Yeah. I know, it's a tricky one. Diverting slightly, I, we did look it, look it up last night or the other night because some of the location filming mm-hmm. is. Absolutely. It's mostly in England, London. Oh, London, yeah. The London area. Is it? I think there was one or two shots. The stately home, that's in Ireland. Okay. The two primary cast members are both Irish. Yeah. Where the singer was held by Mallory, Malady, that pump room. Oh, yeah. I could be mistaken, but I swear that is Tower Bridge pump room. Oh. Filming locations, uh, Trinity Church Square in the New Wimbledon Theatre area. Oh, and the scenes were also filmed at Chatham Historic Dockyard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, keep a, to go there. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's filmed a lot in this country yeah she's good and the cast are primarily british or, or yeah. irish so another good thing about it is it feels very british yeah mm, yeah it doesn't feel like a, a weird twisted american version mm, no yeah. it does feel no. like you, you, it you're, british. it's one of the things that i remember uh, uh american werewolf in london it's, right. it was an american show but set in london yeah, and yeah. there was one scene where they're in the middle of mama set the, the land's end area yeah and they're still speaking with Cockney accents. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People have just moved from the East End yeah, yeah, yeah. down all to, the way down Cornwall. to Cornwall. Yeah. Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was only one instance of an Americanism creepy, and I heard a, a word which we wouldn't have said. I forget what it was. So it's sidewalk, maybe, yeah. uh, rather than pavement. Yeah. I think Dep- it might have been. Depend who said it, you know, because if it's yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was meant to be one of the British characters. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> obviously, we could speculate about what is happening but maybe we should wait till nearer the time when, yeah. when well, part when two comes out and the rest of the team are here, here. Yeah. yeah maybe comedy might have had a chance to, to mm. watch it as well <laughs> somehow <laughs> problem with hbo stuff in the uk it all goes on sky atlantic yeah unless you get now tv there's no other way yeah. to that's it to i mean we, we, we've got virgin that has sky but doesn't have sky atlantic yeah but yeah i do recommend going to uh, yeah i i would tentatively recommend it don't be put off by anybody who's is involved. Yeah, so support the people who uh, st- ignore him, support everyone else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. And do stick with it, because it does go right in. It doesn't really do much in the way of explaining. No, God, no. no but you, it clearly will do over time. It, certainly the first six episodes, it's ones that you have to pay attention. And I like that. Mm. I do like that. It's not something that you can sit there and flick through your phone and still keep an ear to. Yeah, yeah. Which, I've right. got to admit, I do do with some of these reviews that we... <laughs> yeah. We do. There are a lot of different factions in. You have to try to keep in your head who's yeah. working for who, and yeah. all the political machinations that's going on, yeah. and who's got what powers, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So no feedback. Oh, no. Unfortunately, time. Oh, don't you love us anymore? Please write to us. Oh, well. <laughs> that's, we probably should say <gasps> something oh. to somebody. Oh, oh, yeah. oh blimey, yes. You get the feeling you're being watched. <laughs> He's looking right at me. Yeah. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. I'm wah, guessing wah, wah, the Pertwee wah, 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 wah. Uh, Hello, Hello head, head of Pertwee. Hello, various Funko Pop Nebulas. Terence. Amy's. Terence. Terence. Graham. Yeah, the various, the various Amy's. Yes. Oh, Orange Clara. What, what, what are your teddies doing? I, I don't know. Your your eleventh and thirteenth teddy. That's 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 worrying. That is <laughs> self love. They're, they're dancing. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> it looks like an illustration from the teddy version of Joy of Sex. <laughs> Don't go. Does one of them have a big bushy beard? <laughs> big bushy something. That's yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Moving rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> that's also an HBO production. <laughs> So, I suppose nothing left to do but no. to lead us out. Mm, yeah, yes. lead us out. Quumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. Oh. Uh, but never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> more fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. And hopefully, a full compliment. Yes. Hopefully. Yes, mm. hopefully. So, until that. H for HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Horny. Halitosis. <laughs> <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> Humping. Can't. <laughs> 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 I would say comes. <laughs> oh God! Oh. As long as you wipe up after you. <laughs> Another word for comes quickly. The word comes quickly. <laughs> There's the outtakes. <laughs> Arrives, <laughs> appears, mm. departs. <laughs> Holistically, this is me, Crumbly, saying, "Be seeing you." Goodbye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number three six nine, featuring Adam J Purcell, Andy Simpkins, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Has he got a thing about holes? <laughs> well... I- don't know. <laughs> you know. I haven't actually asked. <laughs> Weird and unusual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we going to do first? Well, um, Doctor Who. British or... That's the only one you've seen, so do you do want to get rid of that first? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then you can go if you want, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be walking home now. <laughs> yeah, I will be walking home. Can anybody rap? No. <laughs> rap an intro? No, 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 no. Thrice again, no. <laughs> Do any shatter, don't we? <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Julius Caesar rap, where he finishes off with the memorable lines, Et tu, Brute? <laughs> Which ones would you show to other people as examples? <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it. Oh, uh, favourites are obvious. Remembrance is, is mm, the favourite. Yeah. yeah. No question. Kessa Fenwick, second, I would say. And which ones wouldn't you show to people? Hmm. Time to run here. 
Time and Arani, yes, but this is a special case because it's the first one and everyone's settling in. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know what to do with the character at that point. Yeah. Hadn't found his groove. So no feedback. I think I don't let me double check it, but uh, no feedback. <laughs> more fun frivolity and jollity. More. Um, oh, <laughs> Too old and new. Yeah. More news and reviews. More who old and new. More. F- oh, I'll say that again. <laughs> <laughs> but never fear, d- dear listeners. In the next one, there'll be more of the same. This has been an HBO. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> oh. <laughs>